And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Well, interesting to see over the weekend how the narrative has continued to evolve on Joe Biden and uh, and Hunter Biden. Uh, I'll play this. This is Democratic Representative Jamie Raskin on with Chuck Todd from Meet the Press. I know that the, a lot of the technical defense of, of the president with Hunter Biden is, well, the president didn't do anything wrong. But as Michael Kinsley once said, the real scandal in Washington is not what's illegal. It's what's legal. Should there be a code of conduct, something for family members here? Because it, the appearance of what Hunter Biden did is, is not good. Yeah, I mean, we know that there is a lot of, um, you know, influence in Washington that's based on people's family connections. Last and names ties. matter a lot on K Street. I know. <laughs> Last names matter a lot on K Street. I'm so glad he's going to be gone. He's just horrible. He's just he's, it's not even it's not even worth trying to challenge him anymore because he's so poor at what he does. Yeah. But um, but that's for another time, maybe in five minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> next segment. <laughs> uh, but uh, the entire thing, should there be a code of conduct, something for family members here? Because the appearance of what Hunter Biden did is not good. And, you know, the technical reasons. What, what, do you, what the hell is he talking about? Technical reasons. Either evidence exists or it doesn't exist. This isn't technical here. It's no. evidence-based. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we're not trying to fill out a math equation uh, 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 here. But what I think what, you, what I got out of this is this is you saw, I think, the beginning of the final shift. Now, maybe they can come up with another one in between. But what I have seen now is... You know, whether it was uh, the New York Times, we mentioned this earlier, earlier, the New York Times last week saying, well, this isn't new. We all knew. Everybody yeah. knew yeah. that uh, that uh, Joe Biden was involved uh, in uh, in uh, some of his uh, son's business activities. Really? 
We'll get to that here in just yeah. a, a moment. You may have known you weren't <laughs> reporting that. Yeah. If you yeah, are, are you admitting that you knew and didn't tell anybody? Right. Uh, but uh, and and so uh, but two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, maybe a little over two weeks ago, I can't remember the exact date, is when Biden was still saying that no, I've had uh, zero, no, uh, uh, you know, I know nothing, nothing about my son's business interest at all, nothing. And Corrine Jean-Pierre verified it. Well, now we're to the point of, well, uh, things are really done that was wrong by Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter, well, this narrative has moved on even because it was Jamie Raskin mm. who who really was the one that was bringing that up. The illusion of influence. And now we know it was Jamie Raskin who said it. It wasn't Devin Archer. Then with Devin Archer again, after speaking with Tucker it even gets, you know, more damning with the things uh, that uh, he told uh, Tucker Carlson uh, the other day that, and he said uh, uh, that um, Biden's claim that he had no role in Hunter's foreign business dealings is categorically false, is one of the headlines out there. Ukrainian prosecutor whose ouster Biden pushed was a threat. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, what was, uh, you know, uh, was a, a, th- a threat, which means the Ukrainian prosecutor, uh, you know, the fact that he would get fired was he was a threat to the head of Burisma because the head of Burisma made it known to both of them. And that's now, you know, we all know that now. So right. now so that narrative has moved on the excuses or that the Democrats were giving over and over again, every day, you know, it's drip, drip, drip on one side, but it's also the waters being let out from the Democrats narrative day by day by day. And so you lost uh, that one. Uh, and then the uh, what was the other one. Uh, OK, I've got, oh, the, the claim that. Um, uh, you know, where, where Devin Archer came right out and said uh, it, it's absolutely false, categorically false, that he had no role in Hunter's foreign business dealings. You've seen the narrative now. Well, uh, uh, Hunter was just manipulating his father. That one now is gone. That's gone. You know, that is gone. And now it's, well, he might have been involved and knew about his son's family business, but uh, he didn't know the minutia of it and... Mm. If he did something wrong, he didn't know he was doing something wrong because he just has so much love for his son. Uh He's giving his son Uh the benefit of the doubt because he loves his son. This is simply a story of a father and a son and a father's love for a son. Uh Even that isn't holding water anymore. No, no, it isn't. And and, and the whole idea, you know, of, of each of these firewalls that they tried to put up was ludicrous and it was it was bound to come out you know the one with that had uh, and that narrative only lasted a few days that hunter was doing things but joe didn't know about it it was all hunter at some point you find out once you follow everything you understand he clearly knew it and he was involved i don't know where they go next I really don't know where they go next. He didn't do anything illegal or just flat out 
prove it, Jack? That's yeah. That's I, we knew you're eventually going to get to that point, mm-hmm. and that's the point I believe we got to over the weekend. And then you look at everything that happened last week. National Review on a, a story that last week had another fact emerged suggesting that Joe Biden had indeed been involved to some degree hmm. in his son's overseas business dealings, contrary to what he himself stated during the 2020 presidential election. And the New York Times ran to the president's aid with the old classic old news defense. Quote, yeah. it's been long. It's it has long been known that the elder Biden at times interacted with his son's business partners. The paper of record declared on Monday. Hmm. Is that so? You mean the thing that Joe Biden vigorously denied in the 2020 election has been long been known? Recall that Biden declared in the 2020 election, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their business, period. And that is what I will do. And and what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. He added, there will be an absolute wall between personal and private business interests in the government. There wasn't any hint of scandal at all when we were there. And I'm going to propose the same kind of strict strict rules that's why I never talked with my son or my brother or anyone else, even distance fa- distant family, about their business interest, period. The same year, during the campaign event in Iowa, Biden insisted again he had never, ever spoken to his son about his business interest. I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings, Biden said. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of, the, uh, of a president. You should be looking at Trump. Everybody looked at allegations that I spoke with Hunter about his overseas business activities, and everybody looked at it, and there is nothing there. Ask the right questions. Later, after it became increasingly likely that Joe had, in fact, interacted with his son's business partners, the White House amended ever so slightly the president's earlier assurances. Quote, the answer remains the same. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said in July... The president was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. Well, that was a cute revision. Mm. Biden's initial claim was I've never discussed with (laughs) my son or my brother or anybody else anything having to do with their business, period. Then the line begins, the president was never in business with his son. Or as Bill Clinton might have said, it all depends on what the meaning of business is. Now, courtesy of the New York Times, a new talking point is, been there, knew that. Of (laughs) course, Silly us for reading that line. It has long been known that the elder Mr. Biden at times interacted with his son's business partner and doing a spit take. The New York Times charitable act of goalpost shifting this week comes on top of all the other efforts by news and entertainment industries to dismiss the obviously troubling Biden corruption allegations. It comes on top of the particular noxious spin that says the entire story from Joe Biden's possible financial benefit to claims he interfered in U.S foreign policy on behalf of foreign interest with very large wallet is really one of a father's enduring love yeah. for his son. Mm-hmm. And that's in, that's in the National Review. Then, of course, the New York Times spin uh, comes on top of the fact that nearly every major newsroom in 2020 promoted the falsehood that the Hunter Biden laptop, the contents of which suggest that the younger Biden regularly traded on his father's name to enrich the family, was likely a product of a Kremlin disinformation campaign. Hmm. 
There you go. Hunter admitted later that the laptop in question is indeed authentic and that it does uh, belong to uh, to him. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. Bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So those of you keeping score at home, news media narratives regarding the Biden family's alleged corruption have progressed thus. The laptop is fake. Okay, the laptop is real. Hmm. Joe Biden never talked with Hunter about business. Joe Biden wasn't involved in Hunter's business. It has long been known that the elder Biden at times interacted with his son's business partners. The next talking point likely will be something Along the lines of Joe Biden should be proud of his involvement in Hunter's businesses. It's what a loving father would do. It has long been known that that is how the media operate when a scandal involves a Democrat. So just preparing you, you know, as we have before, as to what will uh, happen. And then Jonathan Turley has the article. Remember that Biden dinner that Joe Biden never attended? Well, he did. Yeah. The Bidens are the best at doing exactly what the chairman wants. That WhatsApp message to the Chinese business associate was right. a perfect example for the entire Biden corruption scandal. Part of the brilliance of the Biden influence peddling operation was to invest the media in the denial of any scandal. That is no more evident than the much discussed 2015 dinner of President Joe Biden with his son's foreign associates. The alleged dinner demolished Joe Biden's long denials of any knowledge with his son's dealings, according to the Biden campaign. Uh, according, accordingly, the Biden campaign denied he ever attended, and the media happily dismissed the account. Well, the dinner meeting reportedly occurred, uh, he attended, and as usual, most of the media was not fully in, has not fully informed their readers or their viewers. Indeed, even though Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates was central to this denial, most of the media cannot be bothered with such trivial things. And uh, they go through the entire thing about what all, uh, not all, but so many of the mainstream media said. Biden team and its allies went into full crisis mode. Uh, Andrew Bates, who was still with the communication team, 
of the 2020 campaign assured the public it was false. Politico reported that he had reviewed Joe Biden's official schedules from the time and no meeting, as alleged by the New York Post, ever took place. It also reported that Biden's campaign was punching back on the Post story as false. Biden associate Michael Carpenter denounced it as part of a Russian disinformation campaign, and they go on and on and on and on and on with mm. all the different media outlets. Mm. Well, found out it was true. He was there. Yep. And that's the thing that you have here. That's the difference with this scandal, is this scandal, you think about everything encompassing this, including the censoring of COVID. This all goes back to the censoring of the laptop. This, if Republicans make their case, they make their case that not only Biden was corrupt, but the Department of Justice is corrupt. Yep. The FBI is yep. corrupt. Yep. Our intelligence agencies are corrupt. The media is corrupt. And it's, the media it's a full will, on implosion. Yeah, that the media, mainstream media, will willingly go along with lies and corruption as long as it's their candidate. Yep. Eight six six ninety red eye. A three-day rash of active weather in the south has led to more than 50 tornadoes from eastern Texas to Florida and southern Georgia, based on preliminary reports. Through Thursday, according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey. Most notable, a Wednesday tornado that traveled through New Orleans. One person is confirmed dead from tornadic activity in the Crescent City. Three are believed dead from tornadoes across the south this week. As for rural areas... For farm operations that have been hit by these tornadoes and high winds, there is considerable recovery and repair that will need to be done in the wake of this storm system. Tornadic events were just one aspect of an active weather pattern covering much of the nation this week. High winds were also featured in blizzard conditions stretching from the northern plains to the upper Great Lakes region. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. The USDA report is brought to you by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Highway Diesel Fuel. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Red Eye Radio, he is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. So the question you have to ask is, how long does this go on? Because it's really been the last two to three weeks where the major uh, changes have have uh, have happened here. Mm-hmm. You know, Devin Archer uh, testifying, as we know, the whistleblowers, uh, uh, you know, testifying. But really, all the information that we have gotten over, which has changed the narrative of the White House and the Democrats from... This is a guy who didn't know anything about his son's business dealings at all to, okay, yeah, he knew about his son's business dealings, but not enough to be criminal. And so there's only one thing left for the Republicans. And that's why I say you're at the point now. And that changed so quickly in in a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. that, you know, where do you go from this point on? You haven't even held the hearings of that would be an impeachment inquiry or even beforehand if you bring everybody in to testify 
for a day or two. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll wait for the the uh, the uh, uh, impeachment inquiry to to do something like that. Mm. But if you held in a hearings without the impeachment inquiry, it might even help you get to an impeachment inquiry if the witnesses and the evidence is slam dunk. Uh, the one reason, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, or I said this about a week ago, I believe that the Republicans believe that they have enough. That's why they've gone on. That's why Kevin McCarthy mm -hmm. brought up and said impeachment inquiry, because they believe they knew a lot of this stuff. Because what you got over this weekend, and Devin Archer being on Tucker, and the things that he came out and said, it's absolutely clear now that Biden was involved in the business. He knew about the business. He knew about what it was. You're taking away every excuse. Even when Jamie Raskin was asked about Hunter and Joe, he just went right to Jared and Trump. Yeah. And was right. never questioned and said, right. excuse me, right. uh, it's not the same thing. Right. Uh, Jared did business afterwards mm. that involved actually this development or this commercial thing that they're working on. Mm -hmm. They're actually in a business Tell me what the business, because if any journalist would ask that question, tell me what business the Bidens are in. I can tell you what business the Trumps are in. Well, and, and that's it. What business are the Bidens in? What are they selling? Well, and that all of that would have been profiled during his years as vice president. All that the liberal media would have been showing off. It's okay if Biden was doing, if he had a legitimate business. If there yeah, were a yes. family business, right. the liberal media would have profiled that endlessly. And, of course, they weren't going to do that. The business is influence. And, and that's why I have to ask, how long is this going to go on before they move to an impeachment inquiry? I don't see where you go on from this point unless it's because a lot of it would be redundant. Another witness saying yeah. this on another thing. And it would be piecemeal, piecemeal. Maybe you'd bring up uh, a couple of the other, uh, uh, you know, the Chinese deals. You have another witness there, another business partner there who testifies in the next couple of weeks. But eventually what you have to get to is the money trail. Yep. And how long will it yep. take to go through that? to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. All right. Now you think this law is going to pass or this bill is going to pass into law. It's not law yet. It is hmm. a bill. More than two dozen House Democrats put forward legislation Friday that would help slap uh, semi-automatic weapons and high-capacity magazines with a 1,000% excise tax. A change that would raise the price of a $500 weapon to $5,000. Under that rule, a weapon that normally costs $2,000 would now cost $20,000 thousand dollars 
the uh, same 1,000% increase in the tax would be imposed on a semi-automatic assault weapon, which last year's bill defined as a semi-automatic rifle or pistol with a fixed mag- magazine of 10 rounds or more that have other very or, or that have other various uh, uh, features. So now it's gone beyond just rifles. Now we're into handguns. It was always going to be. Where we knew that they wanted to go. It was always going to be. So what it would be is we have thought, what have they they called this bill here? Uh, I don't see the name of the bill. We liked, we we personally liked uh, the title of the bill, the only the rich can have guns Mm -hmm. bill. Arm the rich. Arm the rich. Arm the elite bill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We were going to go with Obamacare, but that's already been taken. <laughs> that's apparently already being used. We we're going to use Bidenomics. That, that also might apply in certain ways. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to happen. You know, you and I were talking about this. We we believe that, uh, you know, do a quick count, but I believe you have the votes. But uh, we said the Republicans should go along with this and say, okay, yeah, let's let's do let's, the vote. Let, let's push your let's push Come your on. bill through and see how Come many on. votes we get. Come on, thousand percent excise tax on most handguns and rifles. Everybody on record. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody on record. Thousand percent tax. Right. Now, of course, the Republicans would vote against it, and it wouldn't matter because the Supreme Court, the courts would knock this down. Yeah. 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 Uh, we know what the excuses would be. Well, we're not banning them. We're simply taxing them. We're not banning them. And the Supreme Court would say, no, it's a de facto ban uh, on uh, on anybody who doesn't have a lot of money, which mm-hmm. is the majority mm-hmm. of the population. Right. You're right. denying them their Second Amendment right. And claiming it is a it is a, a tax. Yeah. You know, so just to <laughs> Well, if we tax all the guns, then then we don't have to worry about the deficit anymore. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Here's the problem. And, and if we... Trump will still be able to afford guns. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> So will Elon Musk. No! <laughs> and and see, that's why DeSantis wants to become president, so someday he could afford a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everyone will become wealthy enough one day to hopefully be able to afford a gun. A gun, right, exactly. Yeah, that's... yeah no, this is uh, one of these ridiculous things that they believe is... You know, showcasing their their values, which, by the way, it is. They are showcasing their values. Well, I mean, it's about the dumbest bill that you could come up with, which is why I think that Republicans should challenge them on it. Mm. Because when I read it, I went, oh, my God, my first reaction. Oh, my God, the, the Democrats are saying none of the poor, the middle class should be able to own guns. Right. They're making it clear. Right. Like, wow. And and so when I and I said, I didn't 
didn't they try this a ways back? And remember, they did. They introduced it, but it never couldn't even get through the Democrat Congress. Yeah, which is why right. the Republicans yeah. should allow it to come up for a vote. Yeah, come on. All right, let's see. Everybody, go go on record. Mm-hmm. Go on record. You're not banning guns. You only want a thousand percent excise tax mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on it. That's all. Go ahead. Use that one. Yeah. Use that lingo. Go out and attempt to sell that yeah. to the American public. Yeah. You may have a little, maybe a little, maybe a little pushback. Problem with that? Maybe. Just maybe. Yeah, I would love to see the uh, <laughs> the reaction on the Democrats' face. I'm sorry, the speaker is doing what? He said what? Yeah. No, we don't want it up for a vote. We don't actually want the head count on all the Democrats. Just a handful, well, just those radicals who can afford to do it. Well, there's, it a, there's a reason that they did it. I mean, there's, yep. the, the, right. and the reason that they did it is because they they want to ensure, I mean, it helps keep their liberal block there, their mm-hmm. liberal block who approves of it, and at least we're trying to do something. Well, right. I, yeah. The Republicans might want to say, well, let us help you do something. Yeah, right. Let us help you show how unpopular it is in your party when the majority of your House votes against you mm-hmm. on it because they don't want it. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do that or not, but it would be interesting. Now, do you know why? Because as I said before, I don't know what I have less interest in. Mm. The women's U.S. soccer team or this Zuckerberg cage fight with Elon Musk. How did this come about? Well, the women started playing soccer years ago, <laughs> and then they apparently formed huh. formed a team. Huh. How, did, how did we allow women to get into <laughs> sports? Oh, Title Nine! <laughs> how in the world did this ever happen? Well, turns what? Out, turns out women... Been, can actually play soccer. We we've been allowing women to play sports. <laughs> I'm a Democrat. We can't have that. We can't have that. Get the men in there, guys. Come on. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it came about. <laughs> well, I think I meant the Zuckerberg uh, Musk fight, but I enjoyed oh. Oh. I enjoyed going down that path yeah. immensely. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, Zuckerberg says he's not holding his breath. And and I I don't know. I think he is holding his breath because last time I saw a picture of him, he was blue. <laughs> he might be holding his breath. But he says he's not holding his breath in the proverbial sense over this whole thing. I, I don't know. He takes jujitsu classes and... I think Zuckerberg was Elon lifting Musk, weights or Elon Musk was Elon lifting Musk weights. Elon knows, Musk uh, knows Joe Rogan. <laughs> I mean, I, I, do we need that? Do we need that? I saw the one guy. What's the guy? I can't think of his name. Hmm. Who's ahead of the, the uh, UFC or whatever. Hmm. Is it White? Dana White? Oh, Dana White? 
Yeah. Did he say something about it? I didn't like, see it. this would be the greatest fight of all time. Oh, no. Like, okay, no. stop it. <laughs> no. That's what it was like. So the no. quote was something like that. Be the, this would be the greatest fight of all time, the greatest no. match of all time. No. Like, no. yawn. No. <laughs> You're really trying to hype that up, aren't you? Yeah, no. no. Oh, the one thing, you mentioned Rogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's totally on the fact that the media isn't paying attention to the Hunter Biden thing. Oh, it's yeah. just like blown yeah. away by it. This is where it starts expanding out into more uh, more than just the traditional conservative media, which, by the way, enough people have read. So 60 percent. And this is over a month ago. Because yeah. it was July 4th through the 6th, I believe, the mm-hmm. uh, survey the poll was taken that at that point and so much has happened since that time that 60 percent believe that uh joe biden is illegally covering up Mm. his family businesses Mm -hmm. and that you know that was just huge and now you've got you know joe rogan and others out there yeah yeah uh he still has the most popular podcast in america today and a lot of the people that listen to him are not traditional conservatives. No, this is where it crosses over into pop culture. Yep. And gets that kind of exposure. Uh, and when he and his comedian buddies, and many of them are, are very liberal, they look at it and they're scratching the head going, what is going on? And when that has the type of impact that that can, can have, we'll see. But it can have with his reach, with Rogan's reach, can be sizable because you have people looking at it for what it is. It's not Tucker Carlson saying it. It's not somebody that's in the right wing media saying it. These are people who are saying it as a matter of a discussion on a number of things as Podcasts mm-hmm. kind of go all over the place. But when they bring up something like this and you do it in pop culture, then you start to see that everybody is paying attention. It's those who insist really on burying their heads in the sand that won't talk about it. Well, I thought it was interesting that it seems like also the left uh, media was bringing up, you know, what aboutism, that this is why mm-hmm. this is happening. Mm-hmm is because this is simply conservative and Trump supporters, you know, not looking at the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, you know, connection and the pro- and, and whether the president is compromised because of it and whether there were bribes that were taking place when he was vice president. They're making it sound as if this has just come up in the last couple of days and is what, you know, what about ism because Trump has been charged again. Mm-hmm. What a really poor argument. But that that argument depends on the fact that they believe that their audience is in the bubble of today. Yeah. Only right. paying attention to what happens today. Don't know what happened last week. Don't know what happened the week before. Don't know what happened a year ago. Mm. Don't know what happened in October of 20 and, and the Hunter laptop story. They believe they're just in it today so we can use this. It is. I'm telling you, it really is poor. I mean, it real, and they're not convincing Americans because the, all the polling shows it's only going in one way. 
Right. This isn't like, you know, the, the Kamala Harris when she responded last week about the good polls that she has. <laughs> no one's ever talking about the good polls. They don't cover that. Uh, which ones would those be? See, you don't even know. <laughs> well, do, do you have them with you? No, because not even I am covering them. You that's how that's how bad the media is. You weren't there when 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 we polled the Harris family. Yeah, exactly. We need a Harris poll, a Kamala Harris and, family and poll. Three out of the four members of the family. That's seventy five percent approve of me. <laughs> And nobody would ask, nobody in this media Not, would ask the, the important question. Yeah. Well, what family member? Yeah. Which of the four? Which of the four? Since they never asked the right questions yeah. ever, yeah. nobody would ask that obvious next question. Yeah. Well, who in your family didn't vote for you? Yeah, exactly. Who, who in your family thinks you're crooked? <laughs> yeah. Who in your family thinks you're a horrible vice president? Mm. I think there was another New York Times article over the weekend. Yeah. I saw it somewhere about yeah. promoting that she's really done a great job. It's uh -huh. just she's been limited because uh -huh. of of the things that have been thrown at her. Now, there is partial truth to that. Yeah, Biden, I guess so. Biden did give her things that he knew she couldn't even touch oh, or yeah. wasn't capable of solving. Oh, yeah. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll-free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. And there it is. Christian uh, Cinema is furious with the Biden administration and congressional Democrats' immigration policies, and she is not biting her tongue ahead of President Biden's upcoming trip to Arizona. Yeah. Now, that's the first time that I've heard her that strong. Yeah, it is. Or an article on her being that strong against what's going on. Because she's been right. pretty quiet the last right. few months, has she not? No, she has been. And inevitably, it's going to be, you know, that it's it's going to come back around uh, there. She's grandstanding for 24, but I don't know. I, I don't know where Arizona is right now, but clearly there's some pressure on her by voters there to do something about the border. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.